This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hi, everybody, and welcome. I am super excited today to have another great author interview for us to listen to. Today, our author interview is with Heidi Indahl, and she is the author of Mission Family, a journal to help Catholic families discover their mission and rule of life. Welcome, Heidi. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I, am, I was so excited when you sent me uh, a copy of the book, and I'm looking through it, and I thought, I wish I had had this when I was a mom of young children. I am like a super organizer, planner, you know, I like to have all my goals written out, and that book just speaks to that part of me in a really, really big way. Um, it looks really great. Um, how, how did the book come about, Heidi? So I am a, before I was a mom, I was a classroom teacher and a program director, and I did some dabbling in parent education and some of those things. And about five years ago, I started working, I guess five years ago, I finished. I was working on my master's degree, and I wanted to do something to bring the kind of the education experiences that I'd had and to bring them into a faith context. As a convert, you know, that was kind of new to me to think of my putting those two skills together. And so this book is actually my, a part of, it's not my entire, but it's a part of my master's capstone project from when I got my master's degree in instructional design. And kind of what I did is I took the premise of, you know, the church teaches that parents are the primary educators of their children. And I kind of took that and I ran with it. And what I found out is I did some surveying of, you know, every Sunday attending Catholics. So these, you know, mostly every Sunday attending families that are involved in their parishes. And I asked them if they were aware of that. Did they know that the church was calling them to be the primary educators of their children? And almost all of them said yes. And almost all of them said they had no idea what that meant. And they wished they had resources to help them do it better. Well, I would have guessed that people would have said no, that they did not know that, um, which so that makes me happy that people said they knew that that was their call. But it is it, it is nice and refreshing that they actually said they didn't know what that meant. Right. And so people felt like they didn't know how to do that and what it would look like. They you know, I think sometimes we want the church to say, well, this is what you have to do if you're going to be a successful Catholic family. You have to, you know have this many kids and you have to live in this way and you have to make these family choices and you have to be in these activities and you can't be in these activities. And I think that as a culture, we've kind of created these rules about what it means to be a Catholic family, except we totally made them up. Like, yeah, (laughs) they're not real. You know, so, so this project was really about helping parents feel like they had confident, they had the confidence to lead their family towards their kind of their global mission to be their universal call to holiness as a family while also celebrating what makes them uniquely them, what gives them their, what makes their family special and why it's different than every other family that's out there. 
which which is a good point because that's really why the church doesn't have rules as to what makes the you know the good perfect catholic family because everyone is going to look different based on their unique situation and circumstances because no no none of us are the same yeah exactly so there there really can't be a specific rule uh, i mean though i mean obviously in general we all try to do the right things we like to follow the 10 commandments take our kids to to mass you know have them receive the sacraments but then after that like you said it's not as if the church says you must do this or you must not do that uh you know it leaves it up to your judgment and discretion and i suppose in some ways that can be kind of overwhelming to people right and so my goal was just to help families kind of discern what they're in the book i call it the um their think global act local the global mission that we all have it's the same for all of us it's that universal call to holiness but we each have individual things that we're called to as a family i mean i know families that are super contemplative as a family right and i know other families that are really active in a specific ministry and that's so beautiful to see a family really embrace the personalities of the people involved and to celebrate them in a way that builds up the church um, and not only influences their own families call to holiness but becomes a mission in influencing other families and others in the community uh, to learn more and to be just what is this jesus thing all about it's true because you know god made us all as individuals and then we think well everybody has to look the same well that doesn't make any sense <laughs> so you know when you put a family together uh, you know, two people come together and they start to have children or they adopt children and they're not all going to be the same. You know, to me, that's always amazing. When I look at my kids and now my grandkids, you know, I know exactly which two people they came from to begin with, but they don't, like, they're totally different. And they're not the sum of each parent's parts, you know, <laughs> they have their own unique characteristics and personalities. And so every family is going to have its own unique personalities and, and capabilities, you know, we're not a bunch of cookie cutters, thank goodness, right? right. That would be infinitely boring, I think. So after you, you said you did some surveys and so forth out of coming out of your master's program. Um, and then did you practice this with anyone in particular? I did. I test not, I didn't use this project, uh, this particular that came in the book, but I did, I did a kind of a test group where I mentored a small co-op through parent led education. So instead of, um, so instead of like getting a curriculum or letting some kind of farming out the teaching, this small group of parents, I kind of supported them in them being the teachers. So um, they worked through, and it was actually on Marian apparitions. Okay. And we, we worked through teaching, how do you talk to your kids about some of these face things? And that, and so that was a little bit of, that was kind of the, kind of a test in mentoring parents in, as part of the project in mentoring parents in that kind of instructive role a little bit. Uh, so that, that, that doesn't really come back into this book, but that was kind of how, what, after that original data. And then, uh, then I kind of field tested this idea of what types of support do parents need and what types of support do they not need? And really I would, the unit that we did that, that kind of field test study 
it was effective and it worked, but it wasn't really quite what people were looking for. Um, I think people really wanted something that they could use at home and that they could, that would help them explore the faith better within the context of their family, as opposed to we were taking everyone kind of out of the family for this kind of generically repeated education setting, but then we were putting the parents in charge of it. So it was a little bit kind of in between. Um, right. And so that didn't, it was successful in the terms of the goals of the course, but I still didn't think that it felt like what parents were really looking for. Um, so that's kind of where then this grew, grew from there. Well, that's great. So there was some trial and error, which is always a great way to learn, right? And then to say, okay, so this puts then the parents uh, more in, it's in their family setting rather than in small group setting, right? Right. And so then they're working, uh, and I, I, you know, as I look through the book, I saw you, you made some suggestions of how parents could use the book. Um, and I even looked at it, and quite honestly, I could see myself sitting down with my husband and saying, hey, let's do some of this together. Again, even though I don't have any young children, uh, or actually any, anybody who lives with us anymore, but um, I still think it would be helpful and beneficial because it asks the questions, because at every stage of your life, things change. You know, right. your family doesn't look the same the entire time you're a family. Yeah, and the more I think we embrace that the family doesn't look the same all the time and the more we embrace that every family individually doesn't look the same the easier it I think it is for us as parents to celebrate that our own kids as they grow are going to have their own unique charisms and theirs are all going to fit together in different ways over time um the book kind of I'll kind of run through the the format a little bit so that those who are listening kind of have a better idea what we're talking about but yeah for each it's, it's set up in a way that each allows each week, you could do it as a week, you could do it much slower than a week. Um, if necessary, you could do it longer, faster, uh, has kind of a mission. And then, and so the first mission is just what we've been talking about, defining our family, who are we, um, what's important to us. And then after kind of a brief reflection, there's a couple discussion questions that are really appropriate that, you know, if you have younger children, or no more children at home, you could do those with just your spouse. If you have even elementary age children, I really would encourage families to include them into the discussion portion of it, because I think they're questions that kids can answer. And the more we involve kids in the process, the more ownership they take in the process and throughout, throughout. So, and then after that, for each week, there's kind of a list of things to do, activities, to help you pray together, to help you celebrate the uniqueness of your family, to help you serve together. All of those sorts of activities to kind of just build those family relationships and cement kind of whatever the lesson of that week was. And that goes through six weeks. And in the middle of that six weeks, six missions, there's a week, there's a couple dedicated to writing a family mission statement. And then towards the end, we talk about what are we going to do with that mission statement now? How is that going to help us inform the decisions we make about activities, the decisions we make about um, where to live and how to be involved in our parish? So it kind of walks the family, walks you through, okay, this is our family and this is who we are. And this is what we feel called to do based on the things that make us uniquely you. 
and this is how we're going to go out and we're going to do this in the community and represent our family even when we're not together you know especially as we get into teenage years and the kids are out and about um you know the last chapter is actually really a lot about that includes some information on helping teens and um, older kids discern the types of media that they're listening to and uh, using social media and some of those things and the tools of the family mission statement then that family identity as they've been built can be used then to say okay am i honoring god which is the first line of our family mission statement am i honoring god when i'm doing this activity and if the answer is no well then the answer is no, right? So now we need to pick something else. We need to do something different. So just kind of walking through those things in a, in a concrete step-by-step -step way to really empower parents to be allowed to make their own choices based on what God is calling their family to specifically. I really like that. I think that now the culture is so far against families and against what we would consider the way we want our children to be raised. And I think what you're talking about, as I'm listening to you describe, you know, what you do going through having a family mission statement and empowering parents who can then empower their children to be the kind of people that they are proud to say, you know, they're a part of that family and that they're a part of God's family. You know, it's, it's really important to, to give kids that grounding so that when they do go off on their own, and, and you address that as well, you know, not that they're off on their own totally as teens, but obviously they, they're starting to make decisions that, you know, as parents, you're not always right there with them when they're doing it. So, you know, giving them some autonomy and yet making sure that they're grounded in their faith and in who they are as people who belong to a family. Uh, it's just it's so important that they know who they belong to. Yeah, you know? it really is. I, I've just seen that over and over again through the years with my own children um, and with their friends and, you know, with, with family members and just kids that I've known through the years in through ministry and so forth. When they know who their family is and that they can count on their family, which it sounds like this really builds in a lot of that as well, knowing that your family, those are the people that you can trust and because you all want the same things as a family and for each other, then they're more grounded and they're less likely to do the things that are going to harm them, you know, which is really what we want. We want them, we want them to grow up to know that they're part of God's family and that they can live in that truth. And we, as our families mirror, hopefully, we hope, right, that, that we mirror God's love for our children. Absolutely, and I do, and throughout the book, we, I really try in every chapter to bring it back to that unique, that uniqueness of identity, not just as a family, but as children of God, and really that this is for more than just us. This is about this is about a much bigger thing. And, you know, in some ways you could work through the activities in this book in a completely secular manner, but the richness that our Catholic faith adds to family life, into, into our prayer life as a family, in the ways we communicate respectfully, in the missions that we're able to do in the community and to be involved, it really just adds such a richness uh, to, ev to the whole culture and to the family life in general. So in every chapter, you know, a lot of the goals come, I mean, they really all come back to that. Um, a lot of reflecting on various um, 
scripture, um, lots of uh, JP2 quotes and uh, uh, documents and references to the catechism kind of throughout to be like, I'm, this, is, this, is, this is rich. This goes so much beyond just one family. This is really, we're all a part of something much bigger here. And, and just to reassure the people who are listening, so Heidi's talked about a lot of in-depth things. She said there's a lot of scripture in there, a lot of quotes from uh, St. Pope John Paul II, um, but the book is not intimidating at all. I mean, visually, it is very well done. It's very clean. It's very uncluttered. I think it would be very easy to, to use. Um, and of course, I'm going to drop links as to where you can get the book. And it's published by Grace Watch Media. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. So um, what else? So where, where can we find you, Heidi, online? I'm kind of uh, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I will admit to being not a huge fan of social media in general. So it's kind of feast or famine, but you can find me. I'm there and I try to make sure that if people have questions or if they send me a note that I respond as quickly as possible. Okay. Um, so I'm on both Facebook and Instagram. So Okay. And you have a website and um, you have some other books as well. I do. Uh, my, my first book was uh, Blessed is the Fruit of Thy Womb, Rosary Reflections for Pregnancy or for pregnancy loss, for miscarriage, stillbirth, and infant loss. And, and then I have uh, 67 ways to do the corporal works of mercy with kids, which is, I actually have a lot of ideas of how to put that together with this format from Mission Family. And I just, it's, you know, the ideas are flowing for me about how to keep families doing this, being together as a family on mission to serve the kingdom. Um, so that, that book has, been sitting in it's 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 published it's out there it's on amazon you can find it it's also available from our sunday visitor but i feel like i just really want to dig into that concept more lately I've so been. you think the two the two books mission family and the 67 um, ways to do works of mercy with your kids would be a good a good fit together i'm actually working on creating right now a a walk through the corporal works of mercy that mimics the format of mission family. Nice. Um, so I'm, I, that's it. That's in progress and it should be out this spring. Um, Very nice. So that's exciting. That's always exciting um, to, to see things like that come together and anything that we can do to support families, because again, it's being attacked on all sides. And sometimes even, you know, like you said, this idea that there's a perfect Catholic family, sometimes you even get that at church. And that's not really what we're about. We're about celebrating everyone's uniqueness and their individuality and how we use whatever the gifts and talents that God has given us to build up each other and to build up the kingdom, not to point out who's not doing it, quote unquote, right. <laughs> yeah. So there's really no room for that. Um, it just, it's too divisive and there's no point in it really. Um, well, your book is great and I will um, be getting some copies to share with my daughter and son who are just starting their families. But I think it's a good, good thing to start with that in mind, even though their kids are really too young to engage in mission per se. Um, and so have you done this with your family? We did. We wrote our family mission statement about 10 years ago. And we, wow. we've, as I've been 
the book has come out of my husband and I've been like, should we rewrite it? Should we leave it? Cause the kids know it, but have we grown? Is it the same? So it just kind of is this conversation now, like, should we go through the whole book again and just do it? Like I didn't write it. Um, you know, kids have funny ideas about what it means for mom to be an author. You know, they don't, <laughs> one day they think it's the coolest thing on the planet and the next day they, <laughs> they want nothing to do with it at all. So, um, so yeah, so we do have a family mission statement that we wrote about 10 years ago and it really does guide our decisions. We really do use it in that way. Ours is very short and simple, easy for the kids to memorize so that they can, we can just kind of refer to it even like to just say, you know, Hey, are you, are you working together right now? That's part of our family mission statement that we work together. Are you showing us that right now in this moment? Um, so it, it, it's a tool that has been very useful for our family. That's great. I love that. So instead of having to maybe yell at them, you can just say, hey, uh, you know, second line. Um, oh, <laughs> what well, does I'm that human. say? <laughs> I'm human. I yell too. Oh, yes. But we can all hope to not. Yes, someday. <laughs> someday we'll conquer that. It's really easy not to yell at them when they don't live in the house anymore. So there's that for you to look forward to. Okay, I've, I've got a few years to go, but someday. Um, yeah, that's pretty much when I stopped yelling is when the kids all moved out. Um, but anyway, so, all right. Well, any other thoughts, anything else you'd like to leave us with um, before we finish off today? I think just to encourage people that this doesn't have to be complicated, that you know, like you said, I've said a lot of things that are big ideas, you know, rooted in big church documents that most people haven't read. And, but it doesn't have to be big and fancy and complicated. And this book was written exactly to help bring it down to a place where families can use it and find a way to make it work for their family, because that's what this is all really at the end of the day, embracing that individual idea of what your family is called to, and then just really radically living it unapologetically. You don't have to apologize for being who you are uh, as a family because that's how God made your family. And that comes with different challenges, but it doesn't matter because as long as you are living what your family is called to live, that's, that's the end of the story in terms of worrying about what other people think about that. Uh, and then just really being equipped to, to keep moving forward from where you are, not worrying so much about where you'd like to be. Yes, that's always a challenge, right? We want to move forward, but we want to get to where we think we're supposed to be very fast. Um, and just to keep, to keep moving is really the key. Keep moving forward uh, as God calls us to, using what he gives us to do so, so to move forward. All right, well, Heidi has given us a not lukewarm challenge, but I'm going to wait until uh, the closing uh, comments to give that to my, to you guys to this week. Um, so Heidi, thank you so much for being with us. And uh, when you come out with your next book, I would love to have you on again to talk about that as well, about the works of mercy. So thank you and have a great week. God bless you. Thank you so much. Hope you enjoyed that interview with Heidi. I know I certainly did, but then again, I always enjoy my interviews with guests. For our Not Lukewarm Challenge this week, this is actually from Heidi. So take a look at the idea of writing a family mission statement. And uh, her book, 
is available for download right now or as a hard copy, but you certainly could download it and use that as a great guide to form your family mission statement. So I hope that you enjoy that. And if you want to share that uh, information with us in the comments, if you put together a family mission statement, that would be simply wonderful to learn about. Have a great week. I'll see you next week. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe or tell a friend or leave a review. You can find all show notes and links on notlukewarmpodcast.com. That's also where you can find links to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you have a topic that you'd like to learn more about or want to tell me how the Not Lukewarm Challenge went this week, please send me an email at Bartolini at mediaangels.com.